You're listening to the Moon Griffon Show podcast on KPEL965.com. The Fox Business Report is brought to you by Gulf Coast Bank, your local community bank. Whether your financial needs are for an individual, a business, or for the whole family, Gulf Coast Bank has the knowledge and products to serve you best. With nine convenient locations throughout Acadiana, you're never far from a friendly Gulf Coast Bank associate. I'm Neil Cavuto, and this is the Fox Business Report. Microsoft's plan to buy video game company Activision Blizzard has closed after clearing regulators in the United Kingdom. Microsoft made concessions, giving up cloud streaming rights for popular Activision games in most of the world. Prices of things from other countries were only slightly higher last month. Import prices rose just one-tenth of a percent in September. Economists were expecting a half percent increase. Excluding oil, import prices actually declined three-tenths of a percent last month. Big bank earnings kicked off today with Citi, J.P. Morgan Chase and Wells Fargo all reporting better than expected quarters, though J.P. Morgan Chase CEO Jamie Dimon is expressing caution about the Ukraine war and attacks on Israel, saying the impact may be far-reaching. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Kosola, invested in you. Jesse Kelly here. Do you feel protected? My personal protection plan is owning gold. The Oxford Gold Group helps you buy gold to have on hand or convert it into your 401k. If things get weird, I have gold on hand. I like that. You can buy coins or convert part of your 401k with the Oxford Gold Group. It's easy and safe. 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995- News Talk 96.5 KPL, Bro Bridge, Lafayette. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Studios, online at matthew-james.com. Of rage. I'm Chris Foster, Fox News. There are pro-Palestinian protests across the Middle East today as the Israeli military continues its air assault on Gaza and warns civilians to leave northern Gaza by midnight. The operation in response to terrorist attacks by. Hamas militants in Gaza. We are learning from a diplomatic source that Hamas is preventing Palestinian civilians from leaving their homes whenever the Israelis warn them about an upcoming airstrike. Fox's Trey Yingst in southern Israel. The fatal stabbing of a teacher at a high school in northern France is being treated by police as a terrorist attack. There's a new contract for healthcare workers who walked off the job last week. Unions representing 75,000 healthcare workers have reached a tentative agreement with Kaiser Permanente following a three-day strike last week and the threat of another strike next month if a new contract deal was not reached. In a statement, the coalition of Kaiser Permanente unions said they are thankful for the instrumental support of acting Labor Secretary Julie Su. Full details of the collective bargaining agreement have not been released, but the union had been demanding better pay and higher staffing levels at hospitals run by Kaiser. At the White House, Jared Halpern, Fox News. A done deal in the video game industry. Microsoft, maker of the Xbox video game console, has completed its $69 billion deal to buy Activision Blizzard with conditions. The merger is expected to help Microsoft compete with Sony. The deal closed just hours after regulators in the United Kingdom approved it with conditions. Streaming rights will be sold to a French company, Ubisoft Entertainment. That means Microsoft won't be able to lock up competition in cloud gaming. The Federal Trade Commission opposed the merger, but was not able to stop it. 
That's Fox's Jenny Casola. Stocks start the day higher on Wall Street. America's listening to Fox News. Why are the world's central banks quietly yet aggressively amassing mountains of gold? Because they know a storm is brewing. The type we might witness only once in our lifetimes. They understand that America's vastly inflated currency doesn't have much life left. And when it finally dies, gold will be a bedrock of stability just as it has for thousands of years. Hi, Stephen K. Bannon. And I urge you to do as central banks are doing. How? By diversifying your IRA or 401k into physical gold with Birch Gold Group. This will protect your savings from inflation, political instability, and economic crashes. To see how it works, get a free info kit on gold IRAs by texting the word PROTECT to 989890. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust, so text PROTECT to the number 989898. That's PROTECT to 989890 to get your free info kit on gold. There's no it's time to win cash. Get your KPL News app ready because here's your chance to win up to $30,000. Just enter the following code into your KPL News app where it says win cash and make sure you listen for more codes throughout the day because the more codes you enter, the better your chances. Here is your next code. Your code for this hour is 175. That's 175. Dino's Pizza Like No Other, family-owned and operated restaurant in the Acadiana area serving the highest quality pizza on their signature crispy cracker-like crust. Make Dino's Pizza a part of your family traditions. Two locations, Bertrand and Kali Saloon. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media. With fire too much, Man. Moon. Wait, introduce the program. Introduce oh, hey, how y'all are? <laughs> Moon Grafon show right here. <laughs> That's it. You done I for mean, the day. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you know what? You know what's funny? You can tell what I'm giddy, oh, and I'm glad God. something's about to end. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you did not give me enough warning on that. No, I just had to spell no, that I, one out. I pointed at her. She thought I was flipping off. Anyway, oh, how y'all on this Moon Grafon show? Great to have you with us. <laughs> <laughs> to Matthew James, oh my God! I got. I'm telling y'all, I'm I'm uh, I'm giddy because I'm glad I'm getting ready to be uh -huh. over. But the Matthew James Tax Praise and Wealth Management Lord. Hotline, yeah. and the voice you hear is from my representative, who surely would be reelected. Uh, your favorite, Julie, your favorite, Julie Emerson. I call her Junk Mail Julie. Now, by the uh, way, Julie, that's just to, <laughs> just to lighten this up a little bit. Uh, we give a lot of nicknames. Yours was given 100. percent The other in, ones, in love. the other love, the other right? one's got a point, uh -huh. but in yours. It was just me sending to you. I had a choice. Run against you oh. or come up with a nickname. I came up with the nickname. It was easier. Man, if you, if you would have run against me, that would have been a really fun race. Man. Uh, well, I, don't, I would have know, enjoyed that. You know what would have been the fun of it? Every time we went to a thing together, it would have been so much energy and so much entertainment. <laughs> 
You could have gave me my new we nickname. We're going to take the show on the road. You could have gave me my new nickname and stay with a road. Yeah, we, we, you know, we probably can do that anyway. We probably If the can. truth is known. Yeah, but, insane uh, blame. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I got one. I got some, but normally the nicknames they gave me, you can't say on air. What, what did James the Smith FCC. call you? Like Moon Pie or oh, something? Oh, yeah. That was Bananas Foster. Oh, okay. Yeah, Bananas Foster okay. did that. And uh, but that, wasn't, that wasn't too original. I've heard that a thousand yeah, times. I mean, that but one, yeah. Bananas Foster is original. <laughs> anyway, folks, Brandon, you know, if if uh if if Foster Campbell was running, I'd have to get Chef Jude back. We did bananas Foster when he ran against oh, uh, awesome. uh Kennedy and uh he got beat really bad. So uh, when we came back on the next day, which is a Tuesday election, we came back on Wednesday, he was sitting there, I said, What you cooking over there, Chef? He said, Bananas Foster and he got cooked. By the way, we never referenced the race. People thought that was one of the best things we ever did. It was a lot of fun. All right, Julie, it's uh of course, uh, tomorrow's the day. Today's a, a day you just, I guess, today and tomorrow, you're just trying to get people out to go vote, make sure they vote for you, and make sure they vote for all these yeah, other just, candidates. You know, last reminders, I'm sure everybody's going to be really annoyed with all the different uh, text and mailers and all kind of stuff they get today. So, Yeah, it's it's just an interesting... I don't interesting. know if people do robocalls anymore, but maybe they'll have some of those, too. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I guess we did a good job of blocking ours. I don't get them anymore, ever. <laughs> I used to get them all the time, Brandon. I used to sit you here and get them. You somehow have not managed to, to block the junk mail. Right? <laughs> no, so. the junk mail. Yeah, no, what I want to do is have, oh. what I want to do is invent this thing. And when you go to put something in the junk mail in the box, mm-hmm. they got some kind of lighter there. And as it's being put in, it catches fire and burns up as, you, oh. as it just falls down like and burns out. Uh, like a little mail yeah. incinerator. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> well, you may as well just have it right there because at this point. So you just want to watch my face burn as no, it goes through? No, That's no, no. But, but at this point. <laughs> At this point, really, you've been doing this a long time. At this point, how many people are really waiting for something to come in the mail or watch the key commercial to make them vote at this point? At this point, well, I think, are they undecided yeah, still? I, I mean, Do you think I, there's yeah. a lot of undecided still? Look, I think maybe in some of these races that have a lot of candidates or maybe some of the lower-profile races that you don't hear about as much, um, you know, there might still be a few undecided people. Probably not the chronic voters, but maybe just your average voter who shows up every now and then to an election. You know, they, they might still be undecided, but... No, you know, uh, but I, I think you just got to remember tomorrow we got the LSU game. Uh, we got a lot going on, so you know you just got to remind people, hey, tomorrow's election day, and don't forget to go. No, I, and I agree a hundred percent with you. But you know, one of the things I wanted to talk to you about was that at, at this point in an election, and there's not a lot of undecideds, but let's talk about this election in particular. I said it day one. I think a lot of other people felt like it's going to be a low turnout. I've said all along it'd be under 40%. Maybe it'd be 41, I'll be wrong. But every time the numbers go down, here's the people who vote. Older, more conservative voters will go vote every single time. Yeah, absolutely. I don't yeah, see an excitement. If you have a 4 voter, they're going to be there. Yeah, you don't see excitement from the people from 18 to 30. Yeah. The 35, 40 and up, those are going to be most of the voters. So looking at that, that is normal. They, they're talking about the black turnout not being that high. I don't know that. We got to wait and see, but normally that bodes well for conservative candidates. Yeah, I mean, I, honestly, I think Democrat turnout as a whole has been a little bit low. Um, and hey, you know, I guess we're talking about on the radio right now. So, from a personal standpoint, being a Republican, I'm not sure that I want to um, alert anybody to, to that. So, oh, I'm, just, I'm just honest. Their, I'm just honest. Get out here. the vote, but but no, I mean seriously, I've um, you know I've heard from some of my Democrat colleagues that um, you know the excitement's not necessarily there. Um, certainly it's, it's the, the, the overall thought process and what's been in the media a lot is that it's just going to be a Republican sweep. Now, Hey, we heard that last time on the federal level. So, 
and we got surprised that as well. That wouldn't even so, close. You know, <laughs> um, you know, we, I, but I, but I do think you know. Look, I think Jeff Landry obviously is uh, probably most likely going to go to a runoff. I mean, there there are a couple of scenarios maybe that um, you know if Democrat turnout is is really really low that he could win on Saturday. But um, you know, it's looking like he's probably going to go into a runoff, but that he will most likely be our next governor. Um, and then I think, you know, all the way down are probably going to have Republican statewide elected officials. I know we're going to talk about the Secretary of State's race a little bit. Yep. Um, and some well, of the scenarios I think there. But, between um, you and yeah. me, okay, it, between you and me, if you look at the Secretary of ra- uh, State's race, it's probably the most anticipated. You know, they got a poll earlier that uh, Clay Shakespeare, who needs to be beat bad, was really right there to make the runoff. Still may be. But things have changed a lot since then. And what I mean by that is that when you look at the overall race, that, you know, somebody like Nancy Landry, who was, you know, late to the game because Kyle Underwood got out late to the game. Uh, you had Trosh Clayton was out there. He was making noise. Mike Francis started early. Clay got out of it. But Clay got on TV. So he made yeah. a big old push to look like Shake Snyder was coming on. But that's not really what's happening in this race right now. I mean, he, I'm not saying he can't make the runoff, which I think would be sinful and sad. Yeah. But there's been a dynamic change in that race. Uh, I've talked to several people in the polling business, just people, and that, that race has changed somewhat now. Yeah, I think so. I mean, look, I, I think that that's been the big thing that sort of uh, maybe scared people a little bit just with so many Republicans in the race and only two Democrats in the race that basically the only Democrat plan for potentially grabbing that seat was was trying to split that vote evenly so somehow the two Democrats could go to a runoff. Um, and I've always said mathematically possible, not likely, but mathematically possible. Well, mathematically possible but, don't mean a whole lot. Right, of Likely course, does. But, right, but I, but I think that, you know, part of that uh, scare tactic a little bit was to try to get Republicans to really look into the candidates and kind of get behind a candidate. And look, Moon, I'll, I'll make a disclaimer. Of course, I'm, I'm biased. I'm supporting Nancy Landry. Um, I served with her my first term in the legislature. I certainly think she's the most qualified candidate. Um, But I do think that you have seen her surge a good bit in the last few weeks. Um, Certainly, we want to get a Republican in the runoff. And then I think there's a lot of people out there that don't want to see Clay Sheck Snyder in the runoff. I'm on. I'm raising my hand. (laughs) Some of the conservatives are kind of consolidating, uh, starting to consolidate behind Nancy. So I'm happy to see that. Again, I certainly think she's the most qualified candidate. And when you're talking about somebody who's going to immediately start running statewide elections, you need somebody who knows how to do that. Um, So I'm happy to see Nancy surging right now. Um, And look, I mean, you know, you've had me on here multiple times throughout the years, certainly in the last four years. Um, Not trying to make it personal with Clay, but, um, you know, it was certainly frustrating, obviously, everything that happened in the last four years and then to kind of see him turn his back on conservatives. And so... um, By the way, I had... uh, uh, I had... uh what was him, Garrel following yesterday? He yeah. just flat out said no integrity. And I just think it's odd all of his ads are running like that. Well, but he talked about integrity to him more than the honesty and more than giving your word. Uh, he he was really, really upset about what Clay well, had done. And, and look, I, I listened to Ray's, um, Ray's interview as well. And um, I share a lot of the same sentiments in the, in the regard that, you know, the Clay Schecksnyder we knew before he became speaker was not a bad guy. I mean, he was a good guy to serve with. He had a mostly conservative voting record. But, um, you know, unfortunately, whenever you have to do certain things to obtain power and then also to keep power, um, it sometimes brings out things in you, I guess, that you didn't even really realize you had. So, you know, I hated to see him go down that path, and I hated to see that happen to him. But, 
Um, you know, I was certainly one of the conservatives and a lot of my friends that well, you got, the 19 they got, they got punished, right they got yeah. punished over some of that. So, yeah. you know, I mean, it's frustrating to see, but, but, but moving uh, on. Not I, really, I, no, I got one other question. On well, I'll no, but I mean, go. but I just wanted to kind of get off of, of that and talk about how, you know, in this race, we can't see two, Demo- two Democrats go to the runoff. Certainly I'd prefer it not be a Democrat and Clay. So, um, to me, like I said, it's not just the last resort. It's Nancy's the best candidate. She really is, in my opinion. And so, um, you know, can like you, I said, excited can you about that. summarize one thing for me? I've seen it put out that the American crew, <laughs> the American crew is really, really upset, upset with Clay. And she is, and she's put out a deal. Why not to vote for him? Now, I'm not, I'm not trying to draw you into it. I'm just saying, if people go read what she put out, it's all over the place. They, they, would, they would see what they're dealing with. And the only other thing I'll tell you is, and Garofalo said it yesterday, is that Clay looked like he worked really closer to the Democrats than he did the conservative Republicans. And that yeah. bothers me. And, and, and look, I'll speak to that. Certainly, um, you know, I, my mayor and I had a, a conversation right after session. Of course, some of, some of the projects for um, Karen Crow were cut out of, you know, political retribution and retaliation. Against you so, for doing right. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, that's certainly very frustrating. Um, she was very frustrated by it, you know, so we had a lot of conversations, and I, and I certainly understand um, her standpoint, her opinion. I mean, she's there fighting for her city, yeah. and 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 I I can't wait to help fight alongside her next year to to get that back. So, um, you know, you I have it. never you have never worked yet with a Republican governor. Have you? I have not. I yeah. mean, it's going to be very exciting to finally work <laughs> with a Republican governor. I think the tides are going to turn. Um, you know, because look, I mean, the deal is when you go to Baton Rouge, you tell people who you are as a person. You tell them how you're going to represent them, how you're going to vote on legislation. Um, and I told them I was going to be conservative. I told them I wasn't going to vote for tax increases, um, that I wasn't going to just be a good old boy or a good old girl you, you or whatever. What? You know what? You sound like Dodie Harden. She's so, exactly like you in a, in a yeah. district, exactly like you. Yeah. So, look, I mean, I, and, and I think that's that's the main thing. You just got to um, you got to stay true to who you are, and, and eventually the political tides will turn. Louisiana is a conservative state. It's a Republican state, so. Looking forward to having her that na- kind of leadership. Her name is Representative Julie Emerson. She's mine. She will win. I'll tell you honestly, Brandon, I already voted. It took a while to remember. No, really. I voted for Julie with a big smile on my face because I knew Julie was a real conservative. And she has done for us what she said she would do, just like Dodie Harden has done for her area, exactly like she said she would do. Take a break. Come back. A few more elections, and we'll we'll get we'll get Julie out of here. Oh, no, thank you for the breakfast. Yeah, you should have brought Brandon some coffee. Village, do- Village Doe and Karen, bro. I'm going to give him a why, free shout-out. Why you didn't bring uh, Brandon some coffee? I don't understand that. Yeah, I wonder why, I just want man. you to know, I texted Moon <laughs> and I said, do you and Brandon want some coffee? And he said, no, we good. No. Is that what I said? Yes. Oh, did Brandon, yeah, Julie owes you an apology. That's, no, that's the last <laughs> time you, you speak for me, Moon. I got my water. I got my water. All right, let's go. Conservatives want to keep Nancy Landry's experience leading the Secretary of State's office. Currently the first Assistant Secretary of State, Republican Nancy Landry will be ready on day one and has a solid conservative voting record from her time in the state legislature. Our new Secretary of State must conduct the 2024 presidential elections immediately after taking office. Louisiana cannot afford someone who needs on-the-job training. Nancy Landry will be ready on day one to keep our elections safe and secure. Paid for by Nancy Landry Campaign. Joe Biden wanted to stop oil and gas jobs in the Gulf of Mexico. But Liz Merle fought for us and blocked Biden's left-wing ban on oil and gas leasing. Liz whipped sleepy Joe Biden's lawyers. 
but we know they'll try again. Liz will be ready and will never back down. For Attorney General, vote Liz Merle, Louisiana's fighter. Paid for by Safe and Free Louisiana, not authorized by any candidate or candidate's committee. Louisiana is 48th in police pay, 35th in teacher pay, and dead last for firefighters. That doesn't surprise you, does it? The legislature had an extra $2 billion. That's billion with a B. The blue team fought the red team, and then the red team fought the red team. They passed a budget that none of them read without permanent raises for teachers. What kind of message are we sending? It sounds like move to Texas. We don't value you. It's embarrassing. So how can we expect our children to stay, serve and build community if we don't make our teachers, police and firefighters a priority? I'm Hunter Lundy. I'm a Christian and an independent. I'm running for governor. Let's seize a future of family, community and prosperity. Not one of crime, poverty and potholes. Why not? Hunter Lundy, governor. Paid for by Lundy for Louisiana. I'm Walter Kim. Back, Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. Oh, you should have let me do that. Is the number. Well, you messed. You screwed up the first one. I wouldn't let you. A buddy writes. Uh, Hi, y'all are. Charles writes, Show here. Yeah. Charles writes. He said his son drove in early uh, to vote early. He's 20. And uh, he said, uh, next generation need to get involved. And I told him, yeah, I'm a. Uh, uh, I said, yes, I know. Mine's going to vote. And I wonder how he's going to vote. <clears throat> uh all right, Julie, uh, really tough racist, uh, Dodie Horton, mm-hmm. who I would put with you as voting very similar on every bill. Absolutely. And she, the people, and by the way, she's gotten endorsements like you from everybody, Kennedy, Mike Johnson. Yeah. If people realize how good Dodie's been, I, I tell people Dodie ought to get 80% of the vote. She ought to. She won't, yeah. but she ought to because the system, mm-hmm. it's hard to beat the system. The system only worries about money. They never care about the people. Just the, the Horton race. Well, again, I mean, like I said before, kind of like similar to similar to my situation, you have a problem where somebody conservative like me or Dodie went there and said, hey, I'm a conservative person. I'm, I'm going to vote for smaller government, lower taxes, um, pro-life, pro-Second Amendment. And the last eight years have not been conducive to that. Yeah. If you if you're that kind of person and you and you try to stand up for conservative principles, you are not welcome. Yeah, correct. In that situation. So. Um, and look, that's what Dodie's done. And and a lot of times, um, you know, I've been in the room with her when she's been trying to make tough decisions, but she always came back to what I told the people that I represent that this is who I was. So they get a person. And she has a tremendous amount of integrity and she stayed with they, that. They, they, they vote for Dodie, a person they can trust, that you put somebody in new that the system owns him. Right. That's exactly. that's the choices in that area. You're going to have the yeah. system guy. They don't care about the people. They want their money. So, so look, I mean, I just want to encourage uh, the people in Dodie's race. I mean, they in Dodie's district, they've been. I mean, they've been saying a lot of stuff. They put a lot of stuff out there. So, don't take it for granted. Please go out and vote. Um, she's ahead, but it's tight, and so please go out and vote for Dodie. The the, the, the one that's real tight that people are looking at in, in a lot of Senate races, but one of the ones is is the one Alan Seaball is trying to win, yeah. which I highly recommend Alan. 
The other, they, they had, I've, Alan believes they spent $700,000 trying to beat him. That's insane yeah. to get a guy to make $40,000 a year to own somebody. Well, Am because, I wrong by saying well, that? Because Alan, the guy that is the, that can combat a lot of uh, the push to not do more tort reform. I mean, he is the one who can have those conversations. He's an attorney. He's a conservative attorney. Um, he understands how to combat some of the things that they put forth that maybe somebody like me who isn't an attorney, maybe I don't know all the all the ways to argue with all the attorneys about it. So, um, you know, Alan's the guy, and I think he's I think he's on the upswing. Please go vote for Alan. Yeah, Alan is uh, Alan's got to be voted in because I mean, why so much money to beat him up by the Edwards pack? And I should the, tell you something. I, I'm telling you, it tells you yeah. a lot if people would just listen. I'm not. You don't want to vote for him, but whoever we get, we're gonna get. That's up to the people. The other, the other big race has been, and I don't think this is as big a race as it is, but everybody thinks it is, uh, is the 22 where we can change meals and get a Blake Miguez, and they beat up Blake the same way. Mm-hmm. But the other side's crying. The system is crying that Blake's a good old boy network, and they all nothing but good old boy network people. Just well, on I that mean, poor, poor Senate District 22, man. They have been inundated with mail and videos and all kind of stuff from all different groups. Um, so seriously, bless your heart. If, uh, if <laughs> M- M- Moon complains about junk mail with me, my goodness gracious. But look, again, Blake Miguez, uh, proven Solid. conservative record. Uh, Beryl Amade and I did an, a video for him over the weekend that he released yesterday talking about his his true record um, since he's been there. There's been a lot of desperate attacks and a lot of um, mischaracterizations of things. But look. Um, Blake is exactly who he says he is. He's a solid conservative, and he needs to be in the Senate. Yeah, they, it's just, and it's Valerie Hodges' race against Crybaby Mincy. I call him that one of the fraud squad members, the people that voted with Clay and, and all that group of people who all need to be beat. Some have already won, unfortunately, but mm-hmm. what about that race? Because Valerie's been as solid as y'all have been. She's been really solid. Yeah, look, I mean, I, I think obviously as you're getting down to the wire, things are going to start tightening a little bit, but Valerie's been ahead in the polls um, the entire time and a solid, 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 solid conservative voting record. Um, you really you can't get much more conservative than Valerie is. So they drop they drop when, it so much nasty stuff on yeah, her, yeah. you know, and that's what that's Mincy and that's what they're doing. Yeah, just stick with the proven conservative you know. I mean, I understand the whole, like, oh, you've been in office for a long time. But if you've been in office and you've been voting conservatively, stick with them. Julie Emerson. Vote for Julie Emerson when you see her on the ballot. Most, Thanks, man. Most of your friends. I think that's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Well, it's, no. <laughs> it's the only nice thing I ever told you. <laughs> oh, no, thank you for breakfast. I'm at the table. Oh, and yeah. shame on you for not bringing Brandon's coffee. I'm you know leaving what? it at that. I tried. I tried. I'm going to text Brandon directly next time and not she, rely on you. She pulled out the guy called... Co- she pulled out. She uh, pulled yeah. out the Geico commercial and the red flag to replay it, and I lost. Uh. We'll be right back. Four years ago, Stuart Kathy came calling on Ned White. Stuart wanted all the money Ned could donate to Kathy's run for the state senate. Kathy knew Ned was a successful businessman. Kathy knew what one of Ned's businesses was. Kathy didn't care. Kathy just wanted Ned's money, much the way politicians use Donald Trump. Four years later, Kathy's acting like he didn't know Ned's business back then. Kathy's acting like he's pure as driven snow. All because Ned White thinks Stuart Cathy has failed us as senator. Stuart Cathy has voted in favor of gambling issues constantly in Baton Rouge. Cathy even voted in favor of gaming expansion. Cathy's voted to allow criminals to serve on juries. Did you hear that? Criminals on juries. Cathy's taken tens of thousands of dollars from special interests, including gambling interests. Cathy voted to spend over $160 billion of your tax money in just four years. Stuart Cathy, he's no conservative, he's just a politician looking for money. Send a conservative to the Louisiana Senate.
Ned White, a straight-talking conservative Republican. This is Insurance Commissioner-elect Tim Temple. First, I want to say thank you. I'm incredibly honored to be entrusted with this job. We have a lot of work to do, and while I don't take office officially until January, I'm already going to work for you. We've set up a transition team, and we're interested in hearing your thoughts to improve insurance. You can visit templeforlouisiana.com to engage with us and give us your input. Together, we will tackle the insurance crisis and make Louisiana better. Paid for by the Tim Temple Campaign. I'm Scott McKnight. I was always taught to serve others. Before serving in the legislature, I served our community as a reserve deputy with the East Baton Rouge Sheriff's Office. In my 25 years in the financial sector, I served my clients by helping them manage and protect billions of dollars in assets. I'm ready to serve a state treasurer to face a new generation of problems. Hackers, central bank digital currency, and activist corporations. It's time for a new generation of leaders to protect Louisiana taxpayers and Louisiana's future. For by the Scott McKnight campaign. Son. This hour of the Moon Griffon Show brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management online at MatthewJames.com. Welcome back. Moonger Fawn Show. Matthew James, Tax Wealth Management Hotline, 844-766-6607 is the number if you'd like to be part of the program. Uh, let's jump gears. We're going to District 65 in the Baton Rouge area. Lauren Ventrella joins us. She's running in House District number 65. Lauren, how you doing? Hey, good morning. I'm doing great. How are you? Well, well, Lauren, I'm ready for this stuff to be over, but I got a feeling not half as much as you want it to come to an end. Hey, you are not lying. It has been uh, it has been a lot of fun, but uh, you know, is this your first run, Lauren? It's not. Is this your first oh, run? Yeah. Oh okay. yeah. So if yeah. if I was to sit down with you over coffee when this is over, because I've got people that want to talk to me that may or may not end up in the runoff, and they said I want to explain to you what what, what goes through these races because I hear it's really an experience to run for office. Oh my gosh, it it really is. It really is. It's um it's something that you really can't uh understand until you've been there. You you think you know, but you have no idea until you walk in these shoes. You know, you can watch the movie Campaign, you know, that crazy movie, but there is so much craziness that goes on. It's it's been exhilaratingly fun. There's been ups and downs, yep. but Well, let's let's do fun. this, Lauren. Let's do this cuz I don't have a lot of time. I want you to tell people who you are about your life. And then let's talk about why you're running. And uh, let's, let's start with that. Tell people who you are. Yes, sir. Well, I'm Lauren Ventrella. I am uh, proudly a fourth-generation central resident. Um, this is the district that I'm running in. Um, I have roots deep here. I love my community, and I stayed here by choice. Uh, I practice law. I've been practicing nine years. I am. Uh, people don't often think of lawyers as small business owners, but I am very much a small business owner. Uh, I've had my own law firm for nine years now. I know how to run a budget, and I know how to do things that make sense, and I'm not going to do things that don't make sense. Uh, I am happily married to my husband, who is a special operator in the United States Air Force. Uh, he is Air Force Pararescue, and we have one daughter. Vivian, uh, she is actually 
17 weeks now. Um, so, yes, I was campaigning while uh, heavily pregnant in the summer. Uh, a lot of fun. And uh, I live on a farm, 14 acres. Um, it's part of uh, my hobby and uh, a big part of who I am. Yeah. Now, so you are running for office. What are you hoping to achieve? What do you think are two or three things that you're going, you know what, I'm running. I want to see this is something I'm going to be dedicated to because everybody can't do everything. But what are you passionate about? What are people telling you? What are some things that you'd like to see change? That's right. Um, so probably one of the first things that I would really like to see is some tax reform. I mean, as a small business owner, I can tell you I am literally taxed to death. And not only that, we've got to have comprehensive reform. And, and, and I really mean that. You know, it's like, oh, what are these buzzwords, comprehensive reform? But what I mean by that is we can lower taxes all day long, okay? But if we're not spending the money on something that makes sense that actually helps better this state, then we're wasting our time. So we have to take a whole look at everything, not only what are we taxing people and what are we spending, and we have to cut the pork. We've got to go in and we've got to see what can be taken out and where we can shift things around to make things make better sense. Hey, As a business owner, that's what I hope to do. Lauren, let me ask a quick question, just interject something real quick. You know, we had 19 Republicans that actually stood up against the budget. Nobody knew it was in it. Would you have been the 20th one? Would you, you think you'd have voted for a budget you couldn't read? Oh, no, no. I mean, if, if, if it doesn't make sense, you can't read it. No, I'm not going to do it. And, and at the end of the day, my job. So as a lawyer, I, I, I thoroughly love my job. I get to meet a lot of great people and I, I represent basically uh, the average citizen, you know, the, the Joe, the plumber, <laughs> which we call my, my, my grandfather's nickname, actually. But people like that is who I represent. That's who I work day to day with. And that's what I want to do for Central. I want to represent my city, number one, my district. It includes a part of Baton Rouge as well. It's encompassed in District 65. But that's what I'm going to do. They are going to be my primary objective. And if it doesn't make sense for my district, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to treat them just like any other client. Did you sign the pledge that you're going to stick with the Republicans? You know, Clay Shake's not in a gang of Republicans. gave the Democrats power when he became Speaker. There's a pledge out there. Have you seen it, first of all? Number two, would you sign it to say, we're going to stick to Republicans for Speaker of the House. We're not going to walk across the aisle and let the Democrats be. I'm just curious. I've been asking all the candidates that. Yes, sir. Yes. I've actually talked with uh, State Representative Johnson about the pledge, and I, I gladly signed his pledge. I'm very familiar with the situation. Um, it's unfortunate. And I, I, I think it goes, what's happening on the state level, it's happening on a national level, too. We see it. You know, united we stand, divided we fall. We have to get leadership in there that is not afraid to stand up for what we believe in. And yes, I think unity, I mean, look, if you look at the Democrats, that's one thing you gotta give them kudos for. You know, they stick together, they unify, and we have got to do better on our side to get people in there who are willing to work together and willing to stand up when times get tough. And yes, I will, I have signed that pledge and I hope to be uh, an integral part of, of electing the next Speaker of the House. Well, Lauren, do me a favor, because it's just time I'm trying to squeeze everybody in. Tell people, yeah. make, a, make a plea for why people need to vote for you in District 65. I'll give you 30 seconds, a minute or so, to talk about why they need to vote for you and how to get in touch with your yes, campaign, sir. of course. Yes. 
so to get in touch with my campaign, I have my website, lvforla.com, as well as a Facebook page. Uh, my number is on there. There's a contact me link on there. Send me a link. It goes directly to my phone. I would love to talk with you. Look, District 65, I will tell you, we have five candidates in this race. We are all pretty dang conservative. I mean, it, it is almost what and what on all our positions. We all pretty much, uh, you know, with, with a few variations here and there, but we all pretty much are strong conservatives. That is what our district demands. That is what our district provides. But I will tell you, you've got to pick the person in this race that knows how to get things done, that will not back down, that has the tenacity and that has the knowledge and the experience to plead for our district and to get our district what we need. I am standing up because of my child. I am so sick and tired of being in a Louisiana that is last. I want to retain our talent. I want to retain my child. I want my child to stay here. I want my child to grow up in Central and stay in Central. And if that is what you want, if we are all on the same page, that we want to be strong and we want to be united and we want to fight for our district, I am the fighter. I am the one who needs to be in there. Look, I have been told I'm small but mighty, okay? Good things come in small packages, and that is why you need to vote for me. Ballot number 65 for District 65. You can't go wrong. Just press the button 65. All righty. Lauren, God bless. Good luck to you. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Yeah. I enjoyed it very yes, much. Yes, ma'am. Thank you, Lauren. All right, we've got to take a break. More to come. Dodie Horton joins me. Dodie Horton, District 9. She's so conservative. She never lied to her people. Never. We'll take a break. Be right back. Sometimes there are real differences between candidates for public office, like in Senate District 33. Stuart Cathy joined John Bell Edwards to spend over $160 billion of your tax dollars. $160 billion, with a B in just four years. Is Louisiana $160 billion better off? Are you? Stuart thinks you are, but Ned White knows we aren't better off. Tens of thousands of people are leaving Louisiana for better jobs, roads, schools, and opportunities. On jobs, Stuart Cathy says he's for jobs. But Stuart, Ned White is the jobs creator in this race. Ned is a successful businessman, creating hundreds of direct and indirect jobs in the private sector. Violent crime is exploding in Louisiana. Ned White, strongly supported by numerous district attorneys and sheriffs in our district, Ned's the law and order candidate. Stuart Cathy voted to let criminals serve on juries. Ned wants violent criminals in jail. The difference is clear. The decision is simple. Ned White, Louisiana Senate, District 33. Paid for by the Ned White campaign. This is Insurance Commissioner-elect Tim Temple. First, I want to say thank you. I'm incredibly honored to be entrusted with this job. We have a lot of work to do, and while I don't take office officially until January, I'm already going to work for you. We've set up a transition team, and we're interested in hearing your thoughts to improve insurance. You can visit templefortlouisiana.com to engage with us and give us your input. Together, we will tackle the insurance crisis and make Louisiana better. Paid for by the Tim Temple Campaign. I'm Scott McKnight. I was always taught to serve others. Before serving in the legislature, I served our community as a reserve deputy with the East Baton Rouge Sheriff's Office. In my 25 years in the financial sector, I served my clients by helping them manage and protect billions of dollars in assets. I'm ready to serve a state treasurer to face a new generation of problems. Hackers, central bank digital currency, and activist corporations. It's time for a new generation of leaders to protect Louisiana taxpayers and Louisiana's future. They for by the Scott McKnight campaign. Everywhere you turn. This thing on. This thing on. 
Hello, welcome back. Moving to Farm Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. Matthew James Tax Wealth Management Hotline. It's it's an honor to have this next guest. Representative Doty Horton joins us and a great conservative who who gave her word and stood by her promises to her district. Doty, how you doing? Doing great, Moon. How are you doing today? I'm doing super. You know, Doty, it's a shame that you've come under attack because of Bell Edwards and Stuart Little, very little bishop and, and people like that. And now you've got to go against the system. And that's why people don't understand. They laugh sometimes. I get beat in an election. They laugh at me. But beating the system's tough. You're having to go headstrong against the system, the good old boy network that has hurt this state and hurt it bad. And I, just, I, I think the people in your district see through all that. And uh, I know they're going to reelect you. I really do. Um, We've worked together. I've I've been honored to represent my district for eight years. We've always been, the majority of us, one heartbeat. And there's no question that they know that I've been their voice, not the system's voice, not done what is politically correct. But we've always stood together on our our morals, our ideals, and our principles. And I'm just confident that they uh, will reelect me to serve them for my last term in office. You know, Doty, the other thing is, if, uh, as a matter of fact, I suggest people go to the Hayride. They've taken about four races, yours, Seaball, Danny McCormick, and believe me, and they took the candidates, and they showed what they stood for, how they voted, or if they didn't get to vote at all because they weren't there, and they showed all the endorsements. Doty, you have racked up Mike Johnson, Jeff Landry, uh, John Kennedy. You've, you've racked up. All the conservative endorsements, every single one of them, your opponent's got all the leftist stuff. Explain that because you're getting all the conservative endorsements, every single one of them. He got none. Well, Moon, after eight years of of working hard and standing uh, for my district and what we believe uh, would on principles that would change this state, we've earned those endorsements. These, these, these conservative groups, business groups, uh, workers, you know, nurses, practitioners, timber and, uh, truck drivers and, and educators and so many, and police, fire. I mean, we really have stood together on, on forming a new Louisiana and we have to stand against the John Bell Edwards agenda to do that. And they know me and we've earned these endorsements. They haven't endorsed me lightly. And they, they know they can depend on me to make the tough votes and the right votes at the right time. Now, if you get into John Kennedy and Mike Johnson, those guys don't throw those things out lightly. But it's amazing no. to interview you and your opponent, and all of them came with you. Anyway, people go to the Hayrod and check out the story. They'll see they concentrated basically on those four races. And uh, you look at the four races, and all of them were part of the ones that voted against the budget. When I say the budget, the big budget. And then, you know, you had to come back and vote for things after that. But, uh, you know, Dodi, I know this. What did you – this would be my question to you. So you ran two other times. What did you promise the voters then that you didn't do? You, what did you promise Nothing. the voters? That- I've done everything that I had said that I would, and they knew that. I went in unopposed because they had confidence in me, you know, until until I became a target from Baton Rouge, you know, up here at home. Um, I, I, uh, I believe I'd have went in unopposed again because the people know me, they trust me and I've never not kept my word. I've been honest and, and open. I'm not perfect, but I definitely have perfectly represented them yeah, you're, you're voting and record. I would you're continue vo- to do so. Your voting record is immaculate. If people just stop and look at voting records, you get 80% of the vote. I realize that's not in the real world. I know how ugly 
your opponent and all the good old boy network has been to you. I mean, it's like it's like they they telling people about a person who don't exist. Are you? It's unconscionable to me. Um, you know, where do, where does truth where is truth in some campaigns? I just don't know. I think someone even questioned if my husband was a fire chief. I mean, he oh he retired God. from the Shreveport Fire Department after 33 and some odd years as a battalion fire chief. You know, I, I, it's just unbelievable to me um, what they're willing to say and the lengths they're willing to go. But I do have faith in God first and in the people that I live with, go to church with, and have represented for eight years. No, you, you've, been a, you've been a great – I tell people all the time, you don't throw out good representatives, Dodie, and you've been a warrior. You've been a fighter. And I'm praying that that area, which I, I think a lot of, I think they're going to wake up and go, you know, why are they trying to burn her so bad? What's well, the system? You're going against the good old boy network system. And the system is why Louisiana's last. And you had to work with a horrendous woke governor for eight years. I know it would be a different story if you got to work with a Republican governor if that Republican governor does what they say they're going to do. Correct. It, it, it would be just it'd be a breath of fresh air going in and being able to have a governor who's one of the most powerful governors in the United States with the same vision for Louisiana that my district has. And I believe we're going to get Dody, that. Because I don't have yes, a, a few seconds left. Uh, tell people yes. what you want them to go do. Come tomorrow because it's up to them now. Hey. Hey, I, I pray that you'll go out and vote and allow me to have, represent you for my last term in office. It's been an honor, and I do humbly ask for you to let me to serve you four more years, well, we and ho- I'm, I'm we, grateful. We highly recommend, if you want a voice that's going to be honest, it's Dodie Harden. We have no idea what the good old boy network's in it. No idea. Dodie, thank you. Good luck to you. Thank you, Moon. God All bless. Right, by the way, we, Turner was always welcome to come on. He chose not to. We'll take a break and be right back. Joe Biden wanted to stop oil and gas jobs in the Gulf of Mexico. But Liz Merle fought for us and blocked Biden's left-wing ban on oil and gas leasing. Liz whipped sleepy Joe Biden's lawyers. But we know they'll try again. Liz will be ready and will never back down. For Attorney General, vote Liz Merle, Louisiana's fighter. Paid for by Safe and Free Louisiana, not authorized by any candidate or candidate's committee. My son, Tudor had a bright future, but his life was taken by someone who should have never been on the streets. Just a senseless crime. My daughter was excited about the future. All of a sudden, we heard a pop. Landry bent over and screamed, help me. That's when I knew. It was it was a scream that you never forget. I grabbed her and said, I'm here. Mama's here. Tell me what's wrong. And she never said another word. There's no justice when murderers are allowed to walk free. Jeff Landry knows where the system's broken and wants to make our state safer. Jeff Landry was a police officer and a sheriff's deputy, and he knows what's wrong with our criminal justice system. Jeff Landry wants to fix the system. Jeff Landry will hold everyone accountable. He will make our streets safe again. We need a law and order governor. That's why I'm supporting Jeff Landry for governor. Paid for by Landry for Louisiana. Shady Clay Schecksnyder wants to be Louisiana's next Secretary of State. Well, there are a few significant problems with that that we really can't afford to overlook. 
First, Shady Clay Sheck Snyder got elected House Speaker by cutting a dirty deal with House Democrats. You know, he's one of those politicians who doesn't seem to be rooted in what he believes in, right, but rather what he believes will get him the most power. Then, as Speaker, Shady Clay Sheck Snyder raised nearly a million special interest dollars that are now conveniently funding his Secretary of State campaign. Yes, you heard that right. He raised nearly a million special interest dollars that are now funding his Secretary of State campaign. I would encourage you to search the phrase Clay Sheck Snyder budget controversy to learn more. But look, it's clear that we can't trust shady Clay Sheck Snyder to defend our state's election integrity from big spending out-of-state fraudsters. And these are just a few reasons that the Louisiana Integrity Pack is endorsing conservative Republican Nancy Landry for Secretary of State. Paid for by Louisiana Integrity Pack. Paid for by the Fleming Campaign. The race for Louisiana State Treasurer hasn't received much attention, but the choices are simple. A big spending political insider rhino who voted in the legislature to bust every spending cap that had been set. Or a leftist Democrat who has taken dead aim at the essential oil and gas jobs in Louisiana. Or... Dr. John Fleming, former deputy chief of staff for President Trump, an outspoken conservative in Congress, successful businessman, a military veteran. Dr. Fleming's conservative credentials has earned him the endorsement of the Louisiana GOP, as well as numerous parish GOP endorsements. John Fleming's candidacy has also won the support of Congressman Mike Johnson, Clay Higgins, and even Congressman Jim Jordan. There's no doubt who the conservative Republican is in the race for Louisiana Treasurer. Dr. John Fleming, tight-fisted with our tax dollars. Dr. John Fleming, Louisiana Treasurer. This is Woody Jenkins. It was an honor to serve as state chairman for President Trump and as his elector at large in the Electoral College. Now I'm proud to support another great conservative, Mike Francis, who's running for Secretary of State. He's a supporter of President Trump, and he stands for election integrity, stopping voting fraud, and making sure every election is honest. On Saturday, please support Mike Francis for Secretary of State. Paid for by friends of Mike Francis. Hi, I'm Lieutenant Governor Billy Nungesser. When I took office, I promised to work hard and open our doors to the world. And boy, did we ever. Five record-breaking years in tourism. In one year, over 53 million people visited Louisiana. They left behind $1.9 billion in taxes you and I didn't have to pay, saving us over $1,100 per Louisiana family. When we took office, seven state parks were slated to close for lack of funding. Not only did we keep them open, but several are making a profit. When have you ever heard of a state agency making a profit? I see a day when all of our parks will make a profit for Louisiana. There's nothing I won't get involved in to make Louisiana better. Cape Louisiana Beautiful was moved under my office. This year, we had our largest cleanup ever with over 580 teams in all 64 parishes. I'm Lieutenant Governor Billy Nungesser asking for your vote so I can continue to work hard for all of Louisiana. We have so much more to do, and we're just getting started. Paid for by friends of Billy Nungesser. This is Insurance Commissioner-elect Tim Temple. First, I want to say thank you. I'm incredibly honored to be entrusted with this job. We have a lot of work to do, and while I don't take office officially until January, I'm already going to work for you. We've set up a transition team, and we're interested in hearing your thoughts to improve insurance. You can visit templefortlouisiana.com to engage with us and give us your input. Together, we will tackle the insurance crisis and make Louisiana better. Paid for by the Tim Temple Campaign. A show that's not immune to facts, the Dan Bongino Show, and here on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. News Talk 96.5.
KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a Town Square media station, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Six hours to midnight. I'm Chris Foster, Fox News. More than a million civilians in the northern part of the Gaza Strip have been warned by the Israeli military to evacuate to the south by then as airstrikes continue and a ground operation could come next, maybe this weekend, aimed at taking out Hamas terrorists who've killed more than 1,300 people in Israel this week. The United Nations calls the evacuation order impossible without devastating humanitarian consequences. The United Nations strongly appeals for any such order to be rescinded, avoiding what could transform what is already a tragedy into a calamitous situation. UN Deputy uh, Spokesman Rolando Gomez there. More than 1,500 deaths are reported in the Israeli strikes in Gaza, many of them children, and there are protests across the Middle East. That protest in Sinai, Yemen. A teacher is stabbed to death. Another and a security guard are wounded at a high school in northern France. A suspect's in custody. Police say the man with a knife shouted Allahu Akbar before his arrest. The attack being investigated as potential terrorism. We're told the alleged attacker is also a former student at the school with a French government asking for heightened vigilance at all schools amid heightened tension around the world over Hamas's weekend terror attack on Israel. France this week also banned pro-Palestinian demonstrations amid a rise of anti-Semitic acts during the Hamas attacks. Fox's Jeff Manasso. A new Fox poll finds nearly four times as many Americans side with the Israelis over the Palestinians in this conflict. 72% though say they're unhappy with the direction of this country. That's up, by the way, nearly 20% from April 2021. But it's not just the administration that people are not satisfied with. 60% disapprove of the job congressional Democrats are doing. 66% disapprove of congressional Republicans. Ashley Webster with Fox Business. House Republicans are meeting this morning to choose a new candidate for House Speaker. Steve Scalise dropped out. America's listening to Fox News. All right, Christmas will be here before we know it. If you're looking for a really special gift, I encourage you to check out the firearms made right here in America by our great friends at Henry Repeating Arms. Now, you start by going to their website, henryusa.com, order their free holiday gift guide, and they'll mail it with free decals that you can use for stocking stuffers. Perfect timing. Folks, when you give someone a Henry, you're giving them a work of art that is built with the finest craftsmanship I've ever seen as a collector. Now, their performance is top-notch. Mine were accurate, all of them, right out of the box. They shoot smooth and straight, and they have been reliable ever since. They have over 200 models of rifles and shotguns and revolvers to choose from. One of the things I like the most about these firearms, they're family heirlooms. They'll always be backed by the company's lifetime warranty. So if you want to put something that's made in America under the tree this Christmas, HenryUSA.com. Get their free gift guide and their decals today. That's HenryUSA.com. You will it's time to win cash. Get your KPL News app ready because here's your chance to win up to $30,000. Just enter the following code into your KPL News app where it says win cash and make sure you listen for more codes throughout the day because the more codes you enter, the better your chances. Here is your next code. Your code for this hour is 328. That's 328. For your growth. Why would you say? This is Dave from the Dave Matthews Band for Rad. When you go out and party, get drunk, then drive, you're not only loaded, you're a loaded weapon. When you celebrate, designate. Choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. 
A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Did you just look down at your phone? You did it again, didn't you? You know, you're flying down the road in a three-ton hunk of steel, and a text takes your eyes off the road for an average of five seconds. At 55 miles per hour, that's long enough to travel the length of a football field and cause some serious damage. Turn it off. Trust me, whatever it is, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. The Joe Cunningham Show has a new start time. That's right. Hey, everybody, it's me, Joe Cunningham, and I want you to join me every weekday at 5 p.m. here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. All of the news and analysis that's important to you right here in Acadiana, be it local, state, or national. The views expressed have- in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media. Welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607 is the number. It is a Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Hotline if you'd like to be part of the program. Let's jump gears. Chuck Owen, Representative Chuck Owen, one of the 19, one of the most powerful uh, House members who has the guts to fight and uh, who ought to be reelected as well in District 30. Uh, Chuck, how you doing? Good morning, Moon. Good to hear your voice. Yeah, man. Good to talk to you. You know, Chuck... Uh, we could talk about your election real quick. I know uh, you feel good about it. You feel like your constituents wants to vote for you because you've you basically done what you told them you're going to do. I have. I have done my best every day, Moon. I, I have uh, I have taken this job very seriously. You know, the day that I swore in down there, I put my hand on my mother's Bible. My wife was holding the Bible, and I took my oath, and I took it seriously, just like I did as a commissioned officer. And I went to work every day the people of district 30 and every day for the people of the state of louisiana and um i i, I did my best and that that is my closing arguments and i did my best and i've been available people can find me any time of the day or night and i have communicated for four years and i hope they'll give me a chance to go try for four more years and to try to turn louisiana around because i i think we can with the right leadership yeah yeah you've had to anytime you go with a woke governor i mean it's kind of hard to get where you need to get in plus of course they like hurting people like you because you vote right you know, you're not a system guy. You, 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 you're trying to take care of your people. And, yes, taking care of your people means taking care of local governments, but more importantly is taking care of people. Everybody goes represent local government and government. They're really supposed to represent the people, which includes that, but it's the people. It, it is. It is. You know, you, you have to look at this at the whole picture. You know, you, when we take these votes, we, we, we have to look at our conscience first. We have to look at what we know is right and wrong. If something's wrong, I ain't voting for it. 
But we also need to pay attention to what our people need, what our people want, what our, what our communities have asked for, and to lobby for them. And I, I, I did that. I, I, I did that to the utmost of my ability. Um, and we, we had a pretty successful four years until, until this year when Governor Edwards uh, made, made some decisions about capital outlay at the end. But look, that cow's out of the gate. That is over. That bell cannot be unrung. And we are, we are going to move forward. And I, I believe Louisiana's days are going to be bright with strong leadership, with a, with a, with a different governor, and, and with a different, I would say, makeup of the legislature, especially in the House. Yeah, let me, let me bring you something a little bit more serious in the fact that, you know, you went down there and you saw Clay Shakespeare and 22 married men walk across and told the Democrats, hey, give us in the power, we'll give you all some power. And ever since then, Clay Shakespeare, he hadn't been a man of his word. I want you to tell us a little bit about what went on, you know, being under Clay Shakespeare, who's not a leader, who's running for secretary of state. And I'm sitting here just flabbergasted. The guy got one vote, but the, you know, the, the, uh, the, not the trial lawyers, but the uh, b- 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 lobbyists gave him all that money to run. Now, he can't raise it now, but just your thoughts on him when he talks about integrity and man of his word. You know, Boone, what, what worries me about the, the Secretary of State's race is that this is a critical job. And this, this is a very, very important job. We're going to walk right into the federal election as soon as this thing is over. And there are a lot of good people that are in this race that you, you could choose from. Um, and what I would like to say to, to encourage anyone who is about to vote is pick somebody else except the Speaker of the House. Um, and I say that because, and this is not a personal attack on him, but it's an observation of what I saw for four years. I mean, I've been in the professional workforce since 1986. I finished college and became a commissioned officer. I've worked in small organizations. I've worked in big organizations. I've worked in multi-million-dollar organizations in the Air Force and in the DOD. I've never seen more organizational dysfunction. I have never seen a talented organization fail like that. We basically had a team full of All-Americans that were kept on the sideline. I'm not talking about me. I was a first-year guy. I was working my way through how to find things. But the organizational dysfunction that we had there was breathtaking. He basically had a team full of Joe Burrows that he left on the sideline. Um, the, the, the House of Representatives underperformed like, like you just can't imagine. And the thought of that style of leadership walking into the Secretary of State's office to manage something as important as a federal election is mortifying to me. And I hope it's mortifying to the citizens because, look, we have some problems in Louisiana. Yes, we need to work on some things in our elections. We need a new system. We, we need to figure out how we can audit and all that stuff. I get all that. But pick somebody else, please. Pick somebody else. Because what I have seen as, you know, Moon, all organizations start in the front office. You think about a high school. If that principal's good, that high school is going to be good. You know? If that, if that head coach is good, they got a chance of that team being good. So that's all I'm saying is that I have never seen dysfunction in an organization like that in my 36 years in professional life. Yeah, uh, I had Garrett follow on yesterday, and he said, you know, he's running all these commercials. And I've had people tell me, well, I was going to vote for so-and-so. I like his commercial. And, boy, I shook my head. They didn't vote for him because I talked him out of it. But point being is, is uh, he talks about integrity and honesty and man of his word. And according to Gerald Fowler, he didn't see any of that. He said at first he bought into it and he didn't see any of that. I mean, the commercials are total live of, of what he is and what he does. It's just, it just is. I've talked to too many people now. And I've watched him operate. 
And he didn't operate in fairness to the Republicans, but he always gave in to the Democrats. He always helped them. He gave a million dollars at the end of the session, blasting y'all for not bringing projects home that they cut, gave a million dollars to every Democrat for their district so they'd vote for the budget. I mean, that's, that's, that's given to the Democrats, and, and that's buying votes. I mean, I, that's my personal perspective. What's yours? Innocent people across the state of Louisiana were hurt by the decisions that were made in the House of Representatives, especially in the last couple of days of the session. When they, when they went about axing projects um, in small communities, places like Karen Crow, places like Blanchard, places like Manny, places like Vernon Paris, they got projects cut by the House leadership, which we know who the House leadership was. They cut them. And then the governor turned around and vetoed some more. Yep. As a last faith effort, Moon, I tried to get some of that reversed in the override session. I tried to get some things reversed that would have helped my people, and he summarily refused. He summarily refused to help my people, and it just, it just took my breath away. It just took my breath away that from the beginning until the end, he would not stand up for his people. Yep or my people especially. And so it, it, was, it, it was a lesson in leadership. Look, I teach leader. One of the things I do in my life is I teach leadership. Uh, I teach for a couple well, of maybe universities. Maybe we can get Clay Maybe we can get Clay Shakespeare to come to your leadership class. I'll pay for it if he wants to come. <laughs> I don't mind paying for it if he wants I, look, to come. I just, I, I just I can't tell you how important the Secretary of State's... Look, all of our elections are important. People need to go know who to vote for for governor, for lieutenant governor, for attorney general, for secretary of state. Pay attention and don't be swayed because you see an ad on Fox or don't be swayed because you see someone saying something. Your vote matters. But this is what differentiates us from the rest of the world. We pick our leaders. And, and we also have the right and access to information at our fingertips so we can know what we're voting for and who we're voting for. And that's what I encourage people to do. Dig into it. Don't just believe it's something because you'll see a, a slick ad on Fox News. I, I'm sure uh, uh, about a month or so ago, and I'm glad it happened, it looked up that he was really doing well in the polls. And I think it was a call of arms to conservatives and people who understood who Clay Shakespeare is. You better start getting up and paying attention to this race. It was appalling to know he had 1% to me because I know who he is. I watched him. This guy right here doesn't need to be Secretary of State. He doesn't need to be Speaker. He doesn't need to be in government. He doesn't need to be in leadership class, of course, unless he goes to your leadership a teaching class. Uh, I, I, I'm just appalled that he would have 1%. I really am. I don't know what goes in the brains of people, but I do know people in our state, and I'm one of them sometimes too, we vote and really don't know what we're voting for. We really don't understand it. And, and we got to understand the Secretary of State how important that race is. It, it is. Not only does it manage elections, it's also like the starting point for people doing business in Louisiana. You know, GoBiz, that, that website where people go to register their businesses and do those types of things. There's a lot of intricate things that go on at the Secretary of State's office. Um, and and we, we need a strong leader there. There are strong leaders in there. And I, and, and Mr. Schechnader might be a strong leader, but I didn't see it exhibited at all in four years. I, I, I saw did, other you things. Did, you you did seem... You did seem shut shut down the conservative people. He shut down the conservatives. He did do that in, in, with Edwards. He, I mean, there's no doubt he did that. Repeatedly. Yeah. Repeatedly. Every chance he had, he'd, he'd, beat, the, he'd beat the conservatives back. 
And then what the disappointing thing for me is a it's I, it was a it's a flaw of mine. It's a flaw of mine that I kept giving people extra chances. Going okay, it's going to get better. I'm going to I'm going to pray. I'm going to believe it's going to get better. And it, it just didn't. And all of us in the house kept kept waiting. Okay, it's going to turn a corner. It's going to turn a corner. And, and it just never did. No, no, it didn't. So, and uh, then they turn around and try to hurt people like you and Danny McCormick, Dodie Horton, and Alan Seaball and Blake Miguez and Valerie Hodges and just beat them up, beat them up, beat them up. And now you're watching that in campaigns and beating up these people for no reason at all. Yep. They, um, they, they, they made decisions. Decisions were made that, that literally hurt people. They allocated money to non-government organizations around the state. They may be great people, but we're not North Carolina. We aren't, we aren't bursting with cash in Louisiana. We don't have the money to pay for dog parks yeah. and indoor soccer fields and things like that when we got roads like Bailey Road like I've got in Vernon Parish or East Hawthorne Road or, or the water systems in Blanchard and Houghton and all those other things yeah. that they gutted just because they could. Yeah, well, they gutted them to hurt people like Dodie Harden. But I think, I believe in all my heart, those people are going to see through the good old boy network. Chuck Owen. Chuck, good luck, District 30. Hope people vote for you. Thank you for being honest, and that's what you are. You're being very honest. All right, brother. We've got to take a break. More to come. Moon Graffon Show right after this. This is Secretary of State Kyle Ardwin. Election Day is this Saturday, October 14th, and everyone has something on their ballot. So make sure to download the free award-winning GoVote mobile app. Find your polling place, sign up for electronic notifications, and view your sample ballot. As a reminder, polls are open from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. this Saturday. For more information and to find out how we keep our elections safe and secure, visit geauxvote.com. Get ready and go vote, Louisiana. This is Woody Jenkins. It was an honor to serve as state chairman for President Trump and as his electorate large in the Electoral College. Now I'm proud to support another great conservative, Mike Francis, who's running for Secretary of State. He's a supporter of President Trump, and he stands for election integrity, stopping voting fraud, and making sure every election is honest. On Saturday, please support Mike Francis for Secretary of State. Paid for by friends of Mike Francis. This is Insurance Commissioner-elect Tim Temple. First, I want to say thank you. I'm incredibly honored to be entrusted with this job. We have a lot of work to do, and while I don't take office officially until January, I'm already going to work for you. We've set up a transition team, and we're interested in hearing your thoughts to improve insurance. You can visit templefortlouisiana.com to engage with us and give us your input. Together, we will tackle the insurance crisis and make Louisiana better. Paid for by the Tim Temple campaign. I'm Scott McKnight. I was always taught to serve others. Before serving in the legislature, I served our community as a reserve deputy with the East Baton Rouge Sheriff's Office. In my 25 years in the financial sector, I served my clients by helping them manage and protect billions of dollars in assets. I'm ready to serve a state treasurer to face a new generation of problems. Hackers, central bank digital currency, and activist corporations. It's time for a new generation of leaders to protect Louisiana taxpayers and Louisiana's future. They for by the Scott McKnight campaign.
Welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. Tim Metcalf in the house. I say Dino's Pizza because I talk about them a lot, but we also talk about Prey Jones and the Metcalf family. Man, you got to get that music out my head. That's the only thing. I love you, brother, but uh, Tim, he's, he didn't eat 14 quesadillas on the second bowl of gumbo, and we've been here three minutes. <laughs> I, I like to mess with Brandon. Tim, good to see you, brother. Nice to I'm see you, Nice to see you. Yeah, you so, glad to see me because you know my... A heart's going, bum, 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 trying to get off. Well, the you know, we texted before coming. You told me you already ate. You really fed you. You weren't going to eat my food, so. But no, you, you sure were eating. Well, Brandon would be upset because uh, because Julie, Julie didn't texted. bring him coffee. You, no. you cut down the coffee. I heard that, right? You Ju- shot yeah, Julie. So Julie texts and says, uh, you and Brandon need some coffee. And I said, oh, no, we good. I'm way over there. Brandon's way over She comes in and tells him that. So he gets <laughs> mad at me because he said, I took the coffee. So uh, oh, well. I had to go back and forth. I know you don't need any more coffee. You, so you, I told, you'll be able to talk. I, I, told, I, I told Tim, I said, we already ate. We filled on worry about it. So I just dropped it off in the office. And I thought, Brandon, going to really kill me. I, I, turned it, I got rid of his <laughs> I, coffee I and rid of his seafood. Yeah. Anyway, no, what you got today, bro? Well, uh, you know, we'll start with the uh, one that you guys just flipped out over. It's the uh, crawfish, fried crawfish quesadilla. So Louisiana crawfish tails. Right? Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't think a Cajun restaurant knows how to make a quesadilla. But, you know... My early my early years were in Santa Barbara, California, and every other meal was Hispanic food, and that's really pizza and and, and uh, Hispanic food are my roots. So uh, I have some great chefs at at. Uh, I'll tell you what happened. Prejean, down when but I that but that quesadilla that that's me. I showed them how to do it, so I'm going to take credit for that. It's on our lunch menu at both properties. Man, uh, it's good. You got you, you mean both properties? You mean the, the Prejean property? Both, both, both Prejean property. When you yes, when you put you know, yeah, you, yeah, I need yeah. I didn't make that clear. No, I, I gotta, both both Prejean. No, I gotta say that because Tim's laughing. No, he yeah, said, no, it's, it's true. The one in you Bertrand and Dino's, like I eat that so much. Right. right. So I mean, I know everybody. I know the janitor. Uh, <laughs> I know everybody. There. Everybody. Then. Mm-hmm. Everybody. So what else you got? Uh, I brought our uh, soul food. We have we have a uh, this great chef who wanted to do soul food on Fridays, and I'm like, juicy. Why do you want to do soul food on Fridays? He goes, I said, they have so many restaurants around here doing it. He goes, they don't do it right. I was like, all right, I'm going to give you a chance. And he's been killing it. So he did a stuffed seven steak today. Well, let me tell you. And, uh, Brandon, Brandon just had a little bit of it. And Brandon was. Oh, yeah, so dang No, but I told him, I said, oh. the chef killed it. Now we killing it. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. <laughs> oh, man. And then, and then we're rolling out. Yesterday, we rolled it out yesterday uh, because yesterday was National Gumbo Day. All right. So we have three permanent gumbos on the menu, our seafood, our chicken and sausage, our duck. We have our Festival gumbo. I can't say Jazz Fest gumbo because they control the rights to it, but it's the gumbo we sell at Jazz Fest. And it's pheasant, quail, andouille gumbo. Oh, my God. And I was going to pass on we, that. Now I can't pass on smoked that. smoked that, those <laughs> birds, and we, oh, my God. It, it, it's, uh, we sell more of that online than any other. So well, we, you, are you selling uh, your, uh, the gumbo, the, the one you said it was, they can't call it Jazz Fest, but whatever you call gumbo. it. Festival gumbo. Festival gumbo. Are you selling that every day? Or what, what's no, the, we are now. We just put it in for the winter. We'll see how it goes. We're gonna run it for winter. So now we have four gumbos online. Uh, all you need is I, I know the gumbo festival. Yeah, I'll, I know the gumbo festival this weekend in New Iberia. I didn't enter because we were busy, but I guarantee you, I'll bet money. I bring that down that we win. That is the best gumbo. We I'm, moon in, in in seven days in New Orleans at Jazz Fest. We sell. Eight hundred and something gallons oh, in the in May. You got to be joking. No, I, well, I knew you went there every year. Yeah, and uh, and yeah. you do gumbo. Yeah, but this is what this is the one Hundreds. you sell. This is the one we sell. Hundreds of gallons. But they must they must they must step up and line up and you know. Well, they line up. up. We have four lines deep. So but when you yeah. do something like that, are you are you having to make that constantly all during the day? 
Yep, I got I got my guy Charles. He's probably listening to us now. He's back there. He's my gumbo guy. He uh, he makes all my gumbos because he he. Uh, By the he's way, a true Cajun cook. He's not a chef. He's a Cajun cook, and he takes everything to heart, and he understands gumbo. And there's no timing on the reduction of the everything's. By yeah, the I got disgusting. a question though, because you, yeah. you allow me to go back in the kitchen one time. You, Prejean's has one of the biggest kitchens I've ever seen in my oh. life. I know there's other, probably a lot bigger, but that's the biggest <laughs> I've been There's to. not a lot, a lot bigger. Well, it's I, it's I, bigger I, than most of my, I mean, the kitchen at Karen Crow is bigger than most of my other restaurants. They are. I went back yeah, there and kept showing yeah. and walking. I said, Tim, I'm going to have to have an uh, electric car to drive yeah, around your exactly. dad. exactly. But, but one of the things I noticed, how many gallons y'all make when y'all make gumbo? You got to so, so we do 40-gallon batches. Okay. We do 40-gallon batches. Pretty good size pot. We do, depending on the day, two to three a day. He does the, uh, the gumbos and the sauces, so it might be an etouffee, it might be uh, yeah. one of the other sauces, but but yeah, there's usually two 40-gallon pots going at a time, and but, sometimes he doubles up on that. But not only do you have the restaurant, but you, uh, if you go into Prejean's, there's a there's a freezer, so people like their good food, they can they can yeah yeah they yeah can pick yeah, up freezer. one of their frozen exactly. food they come, they they come like. in the lobby. Both both Prejean's properties have freezers in the lobby. And you can you can take it to I go. But people go and they say, "Hey, I want to take this home." Yeah, it, it and of course, don't for, let's not forget Dino's Pizza too. Dino Dino's is doing well. Uh, we have the uh, Boudin Pizza Best Stop Smoke Boudin for the pizza. The you also got Boudin a great rolls. gumbo there right now. Our gumbo's good. It's not Frejon's gumbo. It's a different gumbo. It's chicken and sausage. But Very it, good. But, we it's, but it's, we got a following. It's good. Yeah, my wife. I got some fun appetizer last week, and said, oh my god, it's delicious. Said, Let me try that. I never got it back. <laughs> Moon, wait till you taste that gumbo. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm going to taste it. If I don't do oh, nothing else yeah. today, I'm going to taste gumbo. So, so, so the gumbo, the Dino's gumbo is a little milder. It's, it's you know, it's, it's thrown down good. a bit. It's a little bit of spicy. DinoPizza.com, PreJones.com. We'll be right back. Stuart Cathy came calling on Ned White. Stuart wanted all the money Ned could donate to Cathy's run for the state senate. Cathy knew Ned was a successful businessman. Cathy knew what one of Ned's businesses was. Cathy didn't care. Cathy just wanted Ned's money much the way politicians use Donald Trump. Four years later, Cathy's acting like he didn't know Ned's business back then. Cathy's acting like he's pure as driven snow. All because Ned White thinks Stuart Cathy has failed us as senator. Stuart Cathy has voted in favor of gambling issues constantly in Baton Rouge. Cathy even voted in favor of gaming expansion. Cathy's voted to allow criminals to serve on juries. Did you hear that? Criminals on juries. Cathy's taken tens of thousands of dollars from special interests, including gambling interests. Cathy voted to spend over $160 billion of your tax money in just four years. Stuart Cathy, he's no conservative. He's just a politician looking for money. Send a conservative to the Louisiana Senate. Ned White, a straight-talking conservative Republican. My son, Tudor had a bright future, but his life was taken by someone who should have never been on the streets. Just a senseless crime. My daughter was excited about the future. All of a sudden, we heard a pop. Landry bent over and screamed, help me. That's when I knew. It was, it was a scream that you never forget. I grabbed her and said, I'm here. Mama's here. Tell me what's wrong. And she never said another word. There's no justice when murderers are allowed to walk free. Jeff Landry knows where the system's broken and wants to make our state safer. Jeff Landry was a police officer and a sheriff's deputy, and he knows what's wrong with our criminal justice system. 
Jeff Landry wants to fix the system. Jeff Landry will hold everyone accountable. He will make our streets safe again. We need a law and order governor. That's why I'm supporting Jeff Landry for governor. Paid for by Landry for Louisiana. Hey, Boudreaux. This hour of the Moon Griffon Show brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com. Hi, y'all. Welcome back. Moon Griffon Show. Great to have you with us. Some of the best gumbo I ever tasted. Burping and everything else because of damn Tim Metcalf. I bet I curse him too bad he pays his (laughs) bill. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, great to have you with us. Matthew James, Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. Let's jump gears. We've been talking about the Secretary of State's race for a little while during the course of the day. Honored to have uh, Nancy Landry joins us, former representative. She's been in office. For many years now, and she's running for Secretary of State. Nancy, how you doing? I'm doing great, Moon. Thank you for having me on today. You know, Nancy, there's a, a lot of the word is that uh, they people feel like that is your campaign. That's the one coming. I've seen polls that are proving that. Uh, and when I look back now, I wonder what the race would be like if uh, your boss Kyle had just decided two months earlier to back out. And now, once again, that's that's a choice he had to make when he made it. I get it, but. Uh, I felt like, you you know, when you had, if you got momentum, that's one thing. But if you have it, it depends on how long you have it. And uh, just your thoughts on that, because I know he decided at the last second really not to run. Everybody thought he was running again. Well, I was really disappointed that he didn't run. I think he's been a great secretary of state and he made me his second in command. And I really enjoyed serving under him and um, leading our agency to um, the fine point that it's at now where we're recognized nationally for the safety and security of our elections by multiple groups. And, um, and I'm, uh, I'm proud of my role in that. And I think, you know, if he had decided a little bit earlier, we would have had a little more time, but you know, it is what it is. And we've had a short time to get our message out, but everywhere that we've gone, our message has been well received and we've been crisscrossing the state trying to get to as many places as we can but our message of um, proven conservative leadership, uh, a proven conservative voting record during my time in the House, uh, voting record of being pro-life, pro-business, pro-Second Amendment, and um, the experience I have as second-in-command at the Secretary of State's office actually conducting and administering elections for the past four years, I'm the only candidate who has that experience and will be ready to conduct the 2024 presidential election on day one. What about, you know, because there's been, and I know there's a candidate out there that's coming up with a whole new way of doing things, but what about uh, the security of our uh, elections, number one? But number two, uh, talk to us about paper trail and things of that nature, because I know that some people, uh, and I know a lot of clerks don't want anything to do with paper trails. I, I'm not saying that for everybody, but a lot of them. But on the flip side, they got people out there who would like to have a way to make sure that we can go back and count our votes. Do we have a way to secure the, the ballots right now? Because uh, that, to me, is what this issue and this election is all about. Although y'all do a lot more than just elections. 
That's right. We do. Um, we register all the businesses in the state as well, and we preserve and protect the state archives, and we run nine museums, and we are in charge of the notaries in the state. But elections is one of the bigger things that we do, and we do it well. And we've been recognized by the Heritage Foundation, which is a conservative think tank. It has ranked us um, sixth in the nation in election integrity. We're currently ranked seventh because somebody tied with us. And um, and then the Electoral Integrity Integrity Project ranks us first in the South. And that's in spite of the fact that our machines are manufactured in 1991. So they're extremely old. They don't have the ability to produce a paper audit trail. And that's um, one of the reasons why we really need a new system. That system is just very outdated. And my number one priority as Secretary of State will be to get us a new voting system. And that new voting system will need to have um, a paper backup. And so what, what I'd like to see is a system that has still uses the machines that we're used to. The touch screen will still have the speed, accuracy, and efficiency that we have with the tech, modern technology. And we'll still get our results on election night. But it would produce a way to verify those results that the machine tallies. It would produce a paper ballot that the voter can look at and verify and say, yep, that's the way I voted before they cast that vote. And then um, that paper would be kept under lock and key and protected and could be used to conduct a post-election audit, but, what's but called you, a risk-limiting audit. Well, one of the things that I've heard from the clerks, they were worried about uh, the clerks who, by the, by the way, the people that work and the volunteers, well, not volunteers, they get paid actually, handling on election day, would have to literally sit back there and count with a hand vote. And uh, I know some of them were concerned about that because they didn't think they had the manpower to do that. Uh, just your thoughts on that? Absolutely because you- not. We, okay. we, that, that hand counting is just so fraught with errors and fraud, the opportunity for fraud. I mean, we, we left hand counting many decades ago, and we've had much better elections since then. There was so much more fraud when you had hand counting, so much, many, many more errors. The error rate is estimated and studies show that it's between 8.5 and 26% when you hand count. And our ballots are complicated. We have sometimes 100 different ballot styles just in one parish. And to ask our commissioners to do that, most of them are over 65 years old. They work 14-hour days. There's just no way we would get the results on election night if we hand counted. So. I'm proposing that we use a combination of modern technology, but have the paper as a way to verify that and, and a backup. And if we have to do a recount, we can rely on that. But not that's not what, you know, that's not the direction that I want to go in. And, and I agree with the clerks that are saying that's just not feasible. Well, you know, yeah, the big deal with, with them was they didn't want to hand count them uh, on the upfront side. Hello? But on the back side, oh, Oh, God, sorry about that, Nancy. I said the big deal with the clerks that I talked to, they didn't want to have to do that on the front side because of, of manpower, and they say there would be a mess. But on the back side, it does help to have them if you get to a really disputed election. And most of those elections that will be disputed are going to probably be elections that are really close. Right, and then having the um, backup, the, the ballot backup, paper backup, it comes, you know, that's when it'll be very useful is when you can um, you can verify what the machine tallied with 
the back back up and that's required by law now and it's also best practices it's what every state just about does and the only reason we don't is because our system is so outdated it's time to get a new one and our new system will be um, you know the same type of system that every other state has that is best practices and allows us to conduct a post-election audit called a risk limiting audit and would have um, you know some sort of of paper verification and that combines the best of both worlds. It gives us the efficiency of modern technology and allows us a way to verify it. And in addition, we have all kinds of other safeguards and, um, and, and checks and balances at every stage of the process. So that's why we've been rated so high um, by these groups, these outside verification groups. They have verified that our elections are safe, secure and accurate. And, um, and it's because of our system of laws that provides all these checks and balances and safeguards. Nancy, one, one other quick question. The, uh, when you look at, uh, like, the voting machines, you're talking about 91. There was a time that the voting machines were getting ready to be ordered in place and Jay Darden and shut that down. So let me back up. What's the process of ordering new machines? And are we two or three or four years away from really getting new machines at this point? It takes a while because we have to follow the procurement laws. So we will have to go through all the steps in issuing a request for proposal. Um, the Division of Administration actually handles that, and then they would receive the bids. And then there, there's a committee that will have to review them and grade them. And then once the um, award is made and the new vendor is chosen, there's inevitably going to be you know litigation by the ones who didn't get the bid. And so that takes several months. So, and then we have to phase in the new system. We can't just put it all out there without training voters and training commissioners and training our clerks of court. And so, you know, there's an implementation phase. And I'm also the only candidate who's familiar with the implementation of a new system and who's ready to do that as well. And so it does take a while. And we, the legislature has added a few additional steps to it to provide more transparency and public participation, which we welcomed. And, but because of that, it's going to take a little bit longer. It'll probably be at least two years before we see voters using the new system. Yeah. And it'll be rolled out gradually. And, and, and we'll try to provide opportunities for the public to, you know, practice on it and see it and see demos. So they're, they're very familiar with it before they actually cast a vote on it. Last question, because i got to let you go in just a few seconds. People are asking me, how do we know we're only getting legal citizens to vote? Is there, I mean, is there I got to show my ID when I go vote. So just real quick, right. can, you, can you address that about illegals getting the vote? Yeah, you, you have to be um, you have to be a U.S. citizen to get a driver's license in Louisiana. And um, we check the driver's license. So we rely on that. And also when you apply for a, um, a, a voter, to, when you register to vote, you have to um, sign an, an an attestation saying that you are a U.S. citizen. Okay. okay. So we have a new constitutional amendment that we worked on last year that we supported that um, doesn't, uh, you know, make sure it's enshrined in our constitution that only U.S. citizens can vote in our election. As Secretary of State, I'll continue to make sure that only U.S. citizens vote in our elections. So. Okay, Nancy. Best of luck to you. Thank you, Moon. Thanks for having me on. Remember to go vote, everybody, tomorrow and vote for me, Nancy Landry, for Secretary of State. All right, let's take a break. When we get back, uh, Brandon Trotsclair will join us for a few minutes, and then we, we're out of here. 
This is Secretary of State Kyle Ardwin. Election Day is this Saturday, October 14th, and everyone has something on their ballot. So make sure to download the free award-winning GoVote mobile app. Find your polling place, sign up for electronic notifications, and view your sample ballot. As a reminder, polls are open from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. this Saturday. For more information and to find out how we keep our elections safe and secure, visit geauxvote.com. Get ready and go vote, Louisiana. I'm Scott McKnight. I was always taught to serve others. Before serving in the legislature, I served our community as a reserve deputy with the East Baton Rouge Sheriff's Office. In my 25 years in the financial sector, I served my clients by helping them manage and protect billions of dollars in assets. I'm ready to serve a state treasurer to face a new generation of problems. Hackers, central bank digital currency, and activist corporations. It's time for a new generation of leaders to protect Louisiana taxpayers and Louisiana's future. Paid for by the Scott McKnight campaign. Shady Clay Schecksnyder wants to be Louisiana's next Secretary of State. Well, there are a few significant problems with that that we really can't afford to overlook. First, Shady Clay Schecksnyder got elected House Speaker by cutting a dirty deal with House Democrats. You know, he's one of those politicians who doesn't seem to be rooted in what he believes in, right, but rather what he believes will get him the most power. Then, as Speaker, Shady Clay Schecksnyder raised nearly a million special interest dollars that are now conveniently funding his Secretary of State campaign. Yes, you heard that right. He raised nearly a million special interest dollars that are now funding his Secretary of State campaign. I would encourage you to search the phrase Clay Schecksnyder budget controversy to learn more. But look, it's clear that we can't trust shady Clay Schecksnyder to defend our state's election integrity from big spending out-of-state fraudsters. And these are just a few reasons that the Louisiana Integrity Pack is endorsing conservative Republican Nancy Landry for Secretary of State. Paid for by Louisiana Integrity Pack. I'm Monique. Yes, sir. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Moon Show. Last segment, short segment to go for today. Mr. Brandon Troxclair joins us. He is running for Secretary of State. He's been on the program many times. All right, Brandon, you got a whole different take on everybody during this election. What's your take on the Secretary yes, of State job and what you want to do? Well, thank, thanks for having me again, Moon. I wanted to call and address some, some conversation on your show earlier today. And where a lot of politicians get confused is they're in office for two or three terms or dozens of years, and they want to call that experience. Uh, and they experience in having an election. We're doing it the wrong way. Does it matter, Moon? Uh, again, I want to remind everybody uh, that uh, we have the, some awful elections here. The only state in the country you can't audit our elections. We have an F in the accuracy of our voter rolls. And if any of these politicians that are running against me as Secretary of State, if any of them really cared about the people of Louisiana, they would have fixed this a long time ago. So being in office for 12 years and then being the Deputy Secretary of State for four years and calling that experience by doing it wrong, that's the wrong experience that the people of Louisiana uh, need in office. And secondly, I want to mention that if Brandon Trostclair wouldn't have started, gotten this race last year and started raising the concerns about our elections, what you would have right now is an unchallenged Kyle Hordoin against another Democrat again. Um, and that's what the people would be having. But we have major problems here. And I'm the only candidate in this race that has continually talked about cleaning up these elections, cleaning up these voter rolls, and giving the people of Louisiana what they deserve. 
and that's elections that are accountable and transparent and safe, uh, and then they can audit, Moon. That's, that's the bottom line. So you're saying the biggest thing is so we can audit it? Well, that we can audit, we can clean up our voter rolls. Okay. Again, we have people 143 years old on voter rolls. We have over 700,000 people. If all these so-called politicians would experience, if they really cared, they would have done this already, Moon. They would have cleaned this up already. But not a single politician in Louisiana has done anything to clean up our elections. Not a single one. And that's why question, I'm running. I'm a businessman. Let me ask you a question. When they say the Heritage Foundation, which I got a lot of respect for, uh, they say we got the six best elections in the country uh, uh so you don't first of all you don't buy into that at all but number two when they talk about ordering new machines with a paper trail at the end to audit it uh do you think that's mm-hmm. come from from your campaign those two things real quick yeah so first of all i respect the heritage foundation as well i interned there many years ago and i'm not buying we're six best because the heritage foundation also gives us an f in the accuracy of our voter rolls they give us an f in voter id and an f and proof of citizenship. That's what the Heritage Foundation says. Secondly, yes, we've been fussing for years, Louisiana Citizens for Election Integrity, and that's how Act 480 came, and that's why everybody's talking with about some type of paper trail. That all came because of Act 480 and private citizens' hard work and making a change. Again, otherwise, these quote-unquote experienced politicians doing the wrong thing would be giving us the same system we've, we've already had. Uh, which is you know, just absolutely terrible. People want to vote for you. What number are you on the ballot, Secretary of State? Yeah. Man, I am number 30. Uh, let's go Brandon.net for more information, but we're the only candidate that's going to get this thing done, Moon. All right, Brandon Trost. All right, Brandon, good luck. God bless. Thank you. All right, folks. Be back at the, after the top of the hour. about the Ned White campaign. Four years ago, Stuart Cathy came calling on Ned White. Stuart wanted all the money Ned could donate to Cathy's run for the state Senate. Cathy knew Ned was a successful businessman. Cathy knew what one of Ned's businesses was. Cathy didn't care. Cathy just wanted Ned's money much the way politicians use Donald Trump. Four years later, Cathy's acting like he didn't know Ned's business back then. Cathy's acting like he's pure as driven snow. All because Ned White thinks Stuart Cathy has failed us as senator. Stuart Cathy has voted in favor of gambling issues constantly in Baton Rouge. Cathy even voted in favor of gaming expansion. Cathy's voted to allow criminals to serve on juries. Did you hear that? Criminals on juries. Cathy's taken tens of thousands of dollars from special interests, including gambling interests. Cathy voted to spend over $160 billion of your tax money in just four years. Paid for by the Fleming campaign. The race for Louisiana State Treasurer hasn't received much attention, but the choices are simple. A big spending political insider rhino who voted in the legislature to bust every spending cap that had been set. Or a leftist Democrat who has taken dead aim at the essential oil and gas jobs in Louisiana. Or Dr. John Fleming, former deputy chief of staff for President Trump, an outspoken conservative in Congress, successful businessman, a military veteran. Dr. Fleming's conservative credentials has earned him the endorsement of the Louisiana GOP, as well as numerous parish GOP endorsements. John Fleming's candidacy has also won the support of Congressman Mike Johnson, Clay Higgins, and even Congressman Jim Jordan. There's no doubt who the conservative Republican is in the race for Louisiana Treasurer. Dr. John Fleming, tight-fisted with our tax dollars. Dr. John Fleming, 
Louisiana Treasurer. I'm Scott McKnight. I was always taught to serve others. Before serving in the legislature, I served our community as a reserve deputy with the East Baton Rouge Sheriff's Office. In my 25 years in the financial sector, I served my clients by helping them manage and protect billions of dollars in assets. I'm ready to serve a state treasurer to face a new generation of problems. Hackers, central bank digital currency, and activist corporations. It's time for a new generation of leaders to protect Louisiana taxpayers and Louisiana's future. Paid for by the Scott McKnight campaign. Conservatives want to keep Nancy Landry's experience leading the Secretary of State's office. Currently the first Assistant Secretary of State, Republican Nancy Landry will be ready on day one and has a solid conservative voting record from her time in the state legislature. Our new Secretary of State must conduct the 2024 presidential elections immediately after taking office. Louisiana cannot afford someone who needs on-the-job training. Nancy Landry will be ready on day one to keep our elections safe and secure. Paid for by Nancy Landry campaign. Joe Biden wanted to stop oil and gas jobs in the Gulf of Mexico. But Liz Merle fought for us and blocked Biden's left-wing ban on oil and gas leasing. Liz whipped sleepy Joe Biden's lawyers. But we know they'll try again. Liz will be ready and will never back down. For Attorney General, vote Liz Merle, Louisiana's fighter. Paid for by Safe and Free Louisiana, not authorized by any candidate or candidate's committee. Shady Clay Schecksnyder wants to be Louisiana's next Secretary of State. Well, there are a few significant problems with that that we really can't afford to overlook. First, Shady Clay Schecksnyder got elected House Speaker by cutting a dirty deal with House Democrats. You know, he's one of those politicians who doesn't seem to be rooted in what he believes in, right? But rather, what he believes will get him the most power. Then, as Speaker, Shady Clay Schecksnyder raised nearly a million special interest dollars that are now conveniently funding his Secretary of State campaign. Yes, you heard that right. He raised nearly a million special interest dollars that are now funding his Secretary of State campaign. I would encourage you to search the phrase Clay Schecksnyder budget controversy to learn more. But look, it's clear that we can't trust shady Clay Schecksnyder to defend our state's election integrity from big spending out-of-state fraudsters. And these are just a few reasons that the Louisiana Integrity PAC is endorsing conservative Republican Nancy Landry for Secretary of State. Paid for by Louisiana Integrity PAC. Louisiana is 48th in police pay, 35th in teacher pay, and dead last for firefighters. That doesn't surprise you, does it? The legislature had an extra $2 billion. That's billion with a B. The blue team fought the red team, and then the red team fought the red team. They passed a budget that none of them read without permanent raises for teachers. What kind of message are we sending? It sounds like move to Texas. We don't value you. It's embarrassing. So how can we expect our children to stay? serve and build community if we don't make our teachers, police, and firefighters a priority. I'm Hunter Lundy. I'm a Christian and an independent. I'm running for governor. Let's seize the future of family, community, and prosperity, not one of crime, poverty, and potholes. Why not? Hunter Lundy, governor. Paid for by Lundy for Louisiana. Show that's not immune to facts. The Dan Bongino Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. News Talk 96.5 KPEL Brobridge Lafayette, a Town Square Media station, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Morning.
Warnings from Israel, denials from Hamas. I'm Lisa Brady, Fox News. As airstrikes continue in Gaza, Israel telling more than a million civilians to head south, evacuating ahead of an expected ground invasion. There have been reports Hamas is telling them not to leave. Fox's Trey Yingst is near the border. The Israelis have a way to text people inside Gaza before they strike a house, telling people to get out. This source indicated to me, a well-placed source, that inside Gaza, they are preventing civilians from leaving those homes. I checked with someone in Gaza City who confirmed the information and then went to Hamas, the group in control of the Strip, and I posed this very question to them. A senior Hamas official denied it. Israel says Hamas is using Palestinian civilians as human shields. U.S. lawmakers are heading to Israel. A spokesperson for Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says the New York Democrat will lead a bipartisan delegation to Israel this week as a show of unwavering support for Israel. Schumer, who is the highest-ranking Jewish elected official, will meet with new unity government officials, including Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and President Isaac Herzog. Fox's Jared Halpern at the White House, Defense Chief Lloyd Austin in Israel today, as Secretary of State Antony Blinken visits other parts of the region, meeting with Palestinian Authority President Mahmoud Abbas. And Blinken is now in Qatar, holding a briefing. Israel is conducting operations in Gaza because Hamas carried out terrorist attacks that killed in the most horrific ways, 1,300 of its people. He also says the U.S. mourns the li- mourns every innocent life of every faith and nationality and that efforts continue to get aid to civilians in Gaza. After calls for day of rage protests around the world in support of Palestinians, a teacher is stabbed to death in northern France by a man of Chechen origin who'd been under surveillance. He is in custody. America is listening to Fox News. All right, Christmas will be here before we know it. If you're looking for a really special gift, I encourage you to check out the firearms made right here in America by our great friends at Henry Repeating Arms. Now, you start by going to their website, henryusa.com, order their free holiday gift guide, and they'll mail it with free decals that you can use for stocking stuffers. Perfect timing. Folks, when you give someone a Henry, you're giving them a work of art that is built with the finest craftsmanship I've ever seen as a collector. Now, their performance is top-notch. Mine were accurate, all of them, right out of the box. They shoot smooth and straight, and they have been reliable ever since. They have over 200 models of rifles and shotguns and revolvers to choose from. One of the things I like the most about these firearms, they're family heirlooms. They'll always be backed by the company's lifetime warranty. So if you want to put something that's made in America under the tree this Christmas, HenryUSA.com. Get their free gift guide and their decals today. That's HenryUSA.com. You will love this company. President Biden heads to Philadelphia this afternoon talking about a $7 billion project from infrastructure funding to build a hydrogen hub. There will be seven of these hubs made around the country. The president believes that hydrogen can be a cleaner source of energy for heavy-duty transportation, also a source of energy used in steel, chemical, and cement manufacturing. Now, the American Petroleum Institute says for national security, at the same time, the U.S. should be building out the oil and natural gas industry. Business is Edward Lawrence in Philadelphia. The auto worker strike against GM, Ford, and Stellantis will not expand today. However, the UAW president says going forward, they'll walk out with little notice, predicting a lot more strikes on the horizon. For now, talks continue, but one Ford official says his company has reached its limit. All three automakers have laid off workers as that strike enters a fifth week. A NASA probe is heading to deep space. 
to study an asteroid. A SpaceX Falcon Heavy rocket is sending NASA's newest deep space device called Psyche to reach a special kind of asteroid. Engine ignition and liftoff. Liftoff of Falcon Heavy and Psyche on a mission to a metal asteroid in deep space. From NASA's live stream from the Kennedy Space Center, the asteroid to which Psyche is traveling is also named Psyche, a strange and unusual space body believed to be more metallic than rock. It's 2.2 billion miles from Earth, and it will take six years for the probe to reach it. In Broward County, Florida, Eben Brown, Fox News. A blockbuster earnings report for J.P. Morgan Chase. Third quarter profit up 35% from last year, fueled by a rapid rise in interest rates. But CEO Jamie Dimon is warning of the most dangerous time in decades, given the current state of world affairs and economic instability. Stocks are mixed right now. The Dow is up 27 points. At least Brady, Fox News. It's time to win cash. Get your KPL News apps ready because here's your chance to win up to $30,000. Just enter the following code into your KPL News app where it says win cash and make sure you listen for more codes throughout the day because the more codes you enter, the better your chances. Here is your next code. Your code for this hour is 810. That's 810. Gillette Intimate gives guys a gentle and easy shave. Don't treat yourself like junk. Respect it with Gillette Intimate, the best a man can get. Buy now at a retailer near.